So, um, let's go with Mr. Medium first. So, you and Carsonon head out, uh, going downtown. And the spot that Nat had pointed out is, like, in a fairly decently busy spot, uh, uh, part of downtown. Like, there are a lot of billboards up and, uh, the sounds of cars honking at each other and things like that. Tons of pedestrians crossing the street, uh, back and forth and... Yeah, just uh, the sounds and smells of, you know, busy Pacific City downtown intersections. All right. Well, Mr. Medium is going to just walk into the alleyway. He's not. Yeah. He's in costume, so he's not going to be particularly stealthy. Mm. All right. So, uh, yeah, looking around, you do look up at where um, presumably the figure with their ability uh, repelled upward. And, um, yeah, you do see the rooftop about uh, 50 feet overhead because... Downtown, these are not, like, small businesses. Mm -hmm. So he's, he zipped up real high, then. Uh, yeah, looks like whoever did this has some sort of tool or ability with a considerable amount of range. Okay. Uh, but, okay, I guess I'll look around, then? Okay, um, uh, yeah. Th I guess that'll be, hmm, show off awareness and my status die. That is a five. Okay, uh, so that's a success with a minor twist? Yep. Okay, um, so, alright, you head up, and, um, okay, I will say a vague, uh, a vague hint with very little context clues in that case. So, heading on up, yeah, you actually begin looking around for anything. There don't seem to be any footprints here, but, um, behind one corner of the roof, you do see... Like, um, a there's a scrap of cloth, like a long, thin strip that seems to be folded up in on itself. Picking it up, you look it over, and you see, um, two holes that have been cut out of it. Like a mask? Yeah, like a really shitty makeshift mask. Okay, well, uh, Mr. Medium will hold it up to Garson. Looks like hmm. this one might be some sort of... Wanna be hero? It's a possibility of that. Rather interesting find you got there. Um, then, well, the both of you receive a message from Nat. Currently, I am looking in on the camera in your location, and I believe that our mystery person has returned to the scene. Mm, all right. Uh, all right, we'll get right on it. Uh, yeah, um, Carsonon kind of gives you a look, Mr. Medium, runs over to the edge of the building and looks down, and, uh, then he quickly gestures with his hand for you to come over. Yep, he's, yeah, Mr. Medium, Mr. Medium, uh, <laughs> I will get right on it, Mr. Medium needs, he's gonna run over and take a look. Okay, uh, so yeah, you look down and you see that there is somebody, uh, walking along the street, like, weaving their way through the crowd, um, maybe an average-sized person with a, a hoodie and their hood up, but it... You're guessing that it maybe looks like the silhouette from the video? Okay. And uh, Carsonon looks at you. He may be coming back here in just a moment. What do you suppose our plan of action is? Well, well, first things first. And uh, Mr. Green's going to slap Carsonon's helmet <laughs> to reset it to his normal voice. Uh, uh, thanks. The last thing I want is for him to think that we're some sort of evil leprechauns and I'm like... Three leprechauns stepped on top of each other! 
All right, let's let's not get any give any false impressions. So, uh, are are we gonna hide, wait for him to come up, or are we gonna confront him if he des- does decide to come up? Oh, I see. We just if you want, you can stay up here. And I'm gonna go down there and see him face to face. All right. Uh, and so you head over to the edge of the roof, uh, and you do see that the figure is once again heading into the alley, uh, stopping some ways before you, uh, like some ways below you, as he turns around to look at the entrance of the alleyway, as if watching to see if anybody's seeing him. Uh-huh. All right. Nobody bothers to look up. Mm. All right, well, I'll wait for him to look back, like stop looking down that side of the alleyway, and when he does, I will jump down. Okay. To that um, side, essentially blocking his way out of the alleyway. All right. So as Mr. Medium uh, leaps off the roof, uh, descends, and with a terrific boom, lands behind the figure, they whirl around, and it's at this point that we're going to cut over to the other team. So, um, Sation, Telekinetic, Casilla, Epimethea. Uh, where did the four of you say you were going to go? Uh, back to the park to look around for clues of your own? Yeah, we were going to check out that um, that wider area that Epimetheia suggested we uh, take a look at to see if we could track down the uh, the runaway uh, mm. demons that got away okay. from um, the guild. There we go. That's the thing I was okay. looking for. All right. So, uh, yeah, you find yourselves back at the park looking around. Um, yeah, it does seem to be like the police have cordoned off the entire area and they're looking around for clues. Um, like, there are teams that, you know, have roped off like the center of the park where all the demons descended like they're taking photographs all that stuff mm-hmm. well doesn't look like it doesn't look like from where we can see that any demons have necessarily returned to this area so uh, our best mm. so our best bet might be to kind of fan out in all directions and try oh. and see if we can find any sort of like you know um evidence that they might have you know like scratch marks or anything like that that might have indicated a direction they headed hmm all right. Um. Yeah. Go ahead and make a roll. All right. So, uh, Gene is going to use his. Um, he's going to use his spiritual aware spirit senses and insight. So that is mm. a D8, a D10, and then another D8. Um. Mid die is a six. Okay. Um. All right. Success with a. All right. Um. Yeah. You do. F- uh. Try to send out your senses and you do um how does this manifest exactly what is it that you sense with this ability so basically it's that ki senses are um you know both because it's a spirit and um so it has the ability to sort of see things people can't uh, mm. but it also just has very sharp senses in general so how this works is that ki literally just plugs into the back of gene and mm. then transmits what it sees to Gene, like a second set of eyeballs. And what does Kiai see, though? Like, is this just a second pair of eyes, or does it see, like, certain spiritual frequencies, or...? It's more like heightened senses. It's specifically heightened sight, more or less. Okay. Um, so, yeah, uh, your spirit's hand goes into the back of your head, and you feel your pupils dilate multiple times as if your eyes are a pair of lenses focusing and refocusing, and then you begin to pick up on all kinds of things in the area around you, like, um, you do see, uh, scorch marks on the pavement from where, you know, the battle with the guild expanded outwards, and among all the signs that you see, you do notice 
where um, the the edge of the lawn of the park meets the curb, a large indentation that, if anything, reminds you of a snake. Like, of something large and heavy um, just burrowing across, uh, or slithering, I should say, across the surface of the grass before uh, going onto the pavement. And you continue looking. Um, you do see more scorch marks. And across uh, the intersection, there is one scorch mark on the side of a nearby building. As if it doesn't... It looks too focused, weirdly enough, to be like a stray shot from the battle. It's almost as if something was fleeing and a member of the guild had fired something after it. All right, so, um, like, once... Uh, so Kiai will like pull the hand out of uh, stations out of the back station and be like, uh, "That'll be like, all right, I think there's something that seems to be going on over this way." And... Yeah. So, yeah, this is an entirely different direction well, from the. So that brings up our room. number to at least two. Station, I have found something. Hmm. And then Casilla uh, is going to walk up to you and and hand you a um uh, an ice cream cone. Ooh, thanks. I thought that you would like Rocky Road, but then I wanted Rocky Road. So now you have lemon. I mean, thanks. You know you can just get two Rocky Roads, right? I already got two Rocky Roads. <laughs> and, and you will see that, like, Casilla has her own ice cream cone as well, and presumably one for the Pelicanetic, too. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's just the three of us, right? I think... Uh, yep. it's, well, it's the three of us and Epimethea, but Epimethea, oh. Epimethea doesn't eat. Well, Epimethea's mm. a giant brass Casila will have one for Epimethea as well. <laughs> um, and, and she has, she has them and she hands you the lemon one and she goes, uh, you like lemon, right? Uh, it's all right. I yeah, apologize. um. I will do better. Yeah, so Cassandra, inside the suit, you look at the ice cream that, uh, Casilla got for you so close yet so far yeah yeah uh, uh, once again uh the the, the greatest weakness of, of the Epimethea <laughs> suit is the, the the inability for Cassandra to eat in it mm -hmm. I will put this into my processors and just like this giant like spiked wheel system and it just shoves it in and grinds it up yeah truly a worthy sacrifice for the gods all right. Look, All right, at least so it's not as bad as that time with, at Hell's Heroes where, where she actually just had to ditch the suit and go back for a sandwich after sitting there when everyone was eating without her. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah, ice cream cone in hand. Uh, I'll radio everyone to tell them that um, me and Casila, um, stop by, get you ice cream. But uh, me and Casila are going to continue investigating, see if we can find where this snake thing head out. But... Keep your eyes peeled. There might be other things in the neighborhood. Um, I'm going to say that you receive no response because this is the exact time that stuff is going on with Carsonon and Mr. Medium. So, Mr. Medium, cutting back to your scene, you crash down behind the guy, landing on the pavement with a heavy thud, and the figure uh, whirls around. Uh, like, they have their hood drawn up. Uh, they seem to be, like... Uh, average height, uh, not particularly tall, but he does seem skinny. Like, this is a bit of a shrimpy guy, and, uh, he's got a, yeah, like a bit of a filthy looking hoodie and jeans, uh, with the hood drawn up, and a, 
yeah, indeed, a, like a big uh, plastic grocery bag in one hand as he's just looking at you with fearful eyes. Uh, 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 hi? How's it going, pal? Uh, uh, pretty good, just uh, going around with a, a whole a whole bunch of hamburgers. Just, uh, yeah, they're, they're all for me. Puts hamburgers in a grocery bag. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Hey, maybe in the Sally, cause you might have lost something. Um. Uh, uh, yeah, like uh, uh yeah, he's kind of looking around. Uh, like what? Um. Yes. Uh, I. Yes, I lost something that all humans lose. Absolutely. Just me, John Q. Human. It looks like a lot of stuff you get there. Maybe you could uh, help you carry it. And Mr. Minion's gonna start walking closer. Uh, uh, yeah, he's taking a couple fe fearful steps back, and it's right as you're coming up to him that he lets out a panic and just spins, and his hand reaches out toward the rooftop, and um, you hear, like, it is the sound of rattling metal as a chain erupts from his wrist, uh, loops onto the rooftop, and he repels up after it at n nearly blinding speeds. Okay, well. Okay. Car and well, now car car like, yeah, Mister Meme just looks up at Cars. Uh, uh, car looks up and gives like a thumbs up, and then points. Yeah, uh, Carson on uh, going somewhere, punk. And with that, you hear another. Ah! And now we are going to go into a challenge as. The mysterious figure is going to start running, and uh, it's up to you guys to try and catch this guy. Okay. So, uh, this is going to be a, a three-box timer. So, basically, um, I'm going to need you to, or you and Carsonon will both be rolling overcomes uh, to try and catch this guy. And, basically, it's going to take a little bit because uh, you'll find out why in a sec, but, uh, yeah, um... So, how are you going to try to close the gap between yourself and him? Uh, I'm going to use Printful the team, since me and Carson are working in tandem to do this. Hmm. Okay. Um, so, I'll use agility, since I'm, I'm, I have leaping, so I'd be in my high flyer mode. Oh, actually, you know what? I'll use leaping. I'll use leaping, that's higher, and acrobatics, and my staff time. Hmm. That is a five. Okay. Um, so that's a success with a minor twist. Okay. okay. So, um, yeah. So I will say that, uh, yeah, basically, um, yeah, Carsonon tries to grab him. But um, as you leap up to the rooftop, you see that the figure is sprinting away. And this guy, uh, he's, you know, he's not buff at all. He's pretty scrawny actually but this dude can run like uh he's going off like a uh, somebody at a track meet across the rooftop sprinting at top speed and uh, uh looking behind he just lets out a ah! and uh throws the bag at you and although you manage to begin closing the gap you are temporarily clotheslined with a bag that smells heavily of whack donald's um and wow. so yeah you have uh basically a minus one hinder to whatever you do in the next round because uh you're you've got a sack full of hamburgers in your face okay uh and mm -hmm. you don't know this about the big whack but it's actually very dense it actually does mm. hurt if you throw it at somebody mm. and these uh, are multiple big whacks 
Ah, oh, the wax sauce. It's everywhere. It's on my clothes. <laughs> Yo. Um, alright. So... Uh, so is this like combat where uh, Mr. Medium passes off to Carson or how is this gonna work? Yeah, like how, how, like, am I just gonna, is this just me making three checks in a row here, or? Um, basically I will say that Carson uh, he will be doing his own thing to try and help you out, so I will quickly roll as well. So, as the figure does, uh, begins to prepare for a running leap over to the next rooftop, jumping over the alleyway, just a sec. So, Carson is gonna be rolling. Okay, um, yeah, uh, Carsonon is racing after him, and uh, he uh, brings up his, uh, his uh, rifle and fires off a beanbag round uh, that pegs uh, the guy right in the small of his back. So he's going into a stumble, but he uses this opportunity to uh, basically leap off uh, the building and out of sight. So. He is slowed, but at the same time, it looks as though he's leapt into the other alleyway. And you're guessing, uh, as the both of you run over, he has raced into the crowd, and so it will be more difficult to catch him because there are a whole bunch of people between you and him now. Okay. Uh, Mr. Medium is going to use... Uh, red... mm. Ah, okay, cool. I'll do that one then. I Go will ahead. Do... I will do... Name, what did I name this ability again? Uh, new booking. Okay. Alright, um, and Mr. Medium will <clears throat> uh, change back into his normal form and bellow out <clears throat> One! <clears throat> the loudest and the proudest member of Torches are coming through! Make, make room! And he's... It's the, in lieu of... Um, uh, dashing after him, he's going to try to split the crowd. Um, okay. Using just his force of personality. All right. Uh, Call me Moses, cause I'm splitting the sea of people. Uh, okay. And that is a four. Okay. Um. That is still success with a minor twist, but. <laughs> all right. So, um, I will say that people begin to part way, uh, but uh, I know what the twist is gonna be. Some people immediately turn and then one of them, hey, that's the guy from the commercial. Yeah, dude, come on, say the thing, man. Ah, so Mr. Medium takes emotional damage. Exactly, yes. <laughs> okay. My most okay. well-known role in ages, and this is what I've reduced to. <laughs> mm. And uh, yeah, but it looks as though some people have parted, so uh, the chase isn't over just yet, so. Finally, uh, yeah, Carsonon, um, because technically you did clear the last box, so, uh, Carsonon brings up his rifle and, uh, aims down the sight, holding his breath, fires off a shot, and, uh, suddenly you see the figure, uh, like, which, who's already, like, halfway down the block, yelp and go down as if he's been tripped by something. And Carsonon, uh, doesn't wait to give you a thumbs up, but instead repels down to run over to the figure. Okay. Uh, Mr. Mule Fall. Okay, so a lot more people, you know, like, there are uh, some guys in their mid-twenties and stuff who have their cameras out, and, you know, they're, like, giving you the, yeah, as um, you're heading down the block, and, uh, yeah, one of them, hey, you doing any more commercials soon, man? I'll be doing a public exhibition of your eulogy if you get out of my way! Okay, yeah, they, they move, run out of your way laughing, but, uh, yeah, you and, uh, Carsonon catch up to the figure, and Carsonon 
flips him over, and you see that uh, whatever it was that Carson fired, like it was a like a zip tie bullet that uh, basically um, lassoed itself around the guy's ankles. Yeah, uh, so yeah, elbow rounds. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so the guy is flipped over, and sure enough, uh, he has gone from human to demon. He has yellow eyes with no pupils and blue skin as well as like dark dark blue almost indigo um hair like a lot of shaggy hair uh, underneath his hood and it's also covering the backs of his clawed hands as he's just uh, looking up at the both of you in absolute terror huh interesting and uh carsonon comes in uh and i will say to the other group hey um yeah, it's, uh, sorry that we couldn't respond right away. Something was going on over here. We got one. All right, um, I guess we'll be on our way. You have also found ice cream. Good for you. Uh, and, yeah, and then there's just a pause, so see you over here. Uh, and then, yeah. All right, so I guess we'll, um, belay looking around here for now and go check out what the, uh, other team has found. Cool. All right, um, so... After, uh, so, Mr. Medium, you've got maybe about a minute or so before the team comes over. Uh, but yeah, it looks like you have this guy who's panting wildly, looking up at the both of you, while a small crowd forms, wondering what's going on. Nothing to see here, people! Just apprehending a dangerous character! Yeah, so Carson on uh, holds the dude up, and he's just, ah, uh, 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 yeah, um, yeah, maybe uh, d- d- don't, uh, yeah, don't look, uh, folks, maybe just put those uh, thing- things you got there away. And so uh, he kind of looks back, those aren't weapons, right? And yeah, people have their cell phones out. Uh, you know what? Um, Mr. Mean's going to motion to Carson to, like, get him out of there, and then he's going to be like, he's going to use uh, promo to just show off. <laughs> okay, you do you. Keep yeah, the so Mr. Minion is going to like walk into the crowd and be like, "Now who here would like an interview or a special video or some sort of selfie with Mr. Medium, the toughest, the roughest member of Torch?" Go ahead. What'd you roll? Uh, I got a six. All right. Um, I'll say that a few people uh want. Yeah, I'll say that a few people get the selfie. Like, yeah, uh, yeah there are, uh, yeah, a couple guys here and there. One of them, like, there's a group of teenage girls who also get the selfie and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There is absolutely one person that comes up and insists you do the trailer, the commercial song, though. Yeah. yeah. Pretty Mean, for, for the good of the mission, Mr. Meme will do the commercial one. <laughs> mm. People applaud. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, um... But yeah, once that's over and done with, Carsonon has gone uh, back up to the rooftop where you guys found that mask. Okay. And I assume and, we yeah. show up shortly. Yeah, I will say that, Mr. Medium, you get back up just as the rest of the team uh, comes over. Yeah, you and... see that Station is, like, finishing off what, like, the the bottom half of, an, of a cone. Yeah. And uh, Carsonon has now handcuffed the guy's hands behind him and has him basically, uh, yeah, trussed up on the rooftop. Uh, and we can all clearly see the whole, like, you know, demon aspects of the person. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, well, that's... Yeah, he is, he looks visibly terrified, and as he's wincing looking at all of you, uh, you see that, uh, he, yeah, his teeth are exposed, and, yeah, uh, them's fangs. Huh. Well, he certainly looks like one of the possessed, but doesn't Eh. seem to be acting like one of them. 
What's uh, your name? And he kind of like looks between all of you and just, Ty. So, Ty? Just Ty? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. You don't seem like a usual person of the chorus. Usually they are uh, a lot more snappy and aggressive. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that kind of makes sense. They're, uh, they're all pretty cool compared to me. Uh. So what's your deal there, little man? Uh, um, well, uh, uh, uh I, 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 uh, and he kind of, like, pauses looking between all well, of you. It's... I really don't know if I should tell you guys. You got two options there, Bill. You either tell us what you know about the Earth Buddies in the chorus, we're gonna be one, or you're gonna be a one-man chorus of pain. Uh, but if I tell you that, Virgil's gonna be real mad with me. Look, look, let's. Oh no, I said his name. Okay, I think medium. Can you chill for a second? Mr. E will step back. <laughs> look, I realize that this is probably a really weird scenario to find yourself in, but at this point. We're probably the best shot you've got of getting back home or possibly stopping this Virgil character from doing something really bad to us. So we'd appreciate it if you kind of help us out a little bit here. Or we don't know a lot about the chorus or, well, anything from your world in general. Oh, Uh, and yeah, he's just kind of like, yeah, again, he looks still very visibly intimidated and completely uncertain about what he is allowed to say. And, you know, he looks like he is trying to ascertain what the best thing to say is that will result in him getting beaten up the least. Wait, hold on. Before we start, you aren't under any, some sort of like weird compulsions to not say anything, right? I don't want to like cause you to get cursed or something. No, nothing like that. Okay, just thought I'd check. Would you like an ice cream? And I'll hand What's an ice cream? I'll hand a half-melted ice cream cone over to him. His hands are behind his back, but he kind of, like, shuffles forward on his bum a little bit and, like, puts it between his knees and, like, awkwardly tries to eat it. He touches his tongue to it once, and then he just freezes, eyes going very, very wide. And he, like, almost literally inhales the whole thing with the point of it, the cone sticking out of his mouth as he chews on it. Never had ice cream before, huh? These guys really do come from hell. I'll turn towards Station and be like, it is the grape flavor. Uh, it tastes like purple. Uh, yeah, that is that is grape flavor. Uh, uh, well, uh, okay, uh, well, and he's like, what do you want to know exactly? Well, for starters, who are you guys? We're the chorus. Haven't you heard of us? Can't say that I have. Huh. Well, basically, uh, the chorus is a unity of souls that transcends across uh, time and space. Our goal is to bring all under one dominion and to uh, make all dimensions uh, understand the beauty of the song that is the chorus. All right. That definitely seems to line up with what we've been told so far. Sounds uh, trashy to me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it totally sounds like a cult, but, you know. Uh, but how did you guys get here? Um, well, um, and at this, he's starting to fidget a little bit. I mean, uh, I only know what some of the others told me. Like, uh, basically, 
What do you think? Uh, and like he shuts his eyes for a little bit, concentrating. From what I know, uh, apparently there was, uh, yeah, um, we were, uh, yeah, we. Uh, we've been trying to come here for a while, but apparently um, there was somebody who began to let us know about Earth and told us about everything that could be found here and told us that uh, when the time was right, they would be able to ensure that uh, the door would be open from this side. Huh. You wouldn't happen to know who this person is, would you? Um, and he's just kind of, uh-huh. Well, and this time I really don't know, so please don't hit me. I don't worry, I, I believe you. Um, <sighs> listen, don't take this the wrong way, but your other yeah. buddies don't exactly are not nearly as friendly or uh, as you. So how did you he's, get uh, here? Um, he's just basically um, <sighs> well, uh, they sent out some people on some vanguard missions, and uh, basically uh, I. I was brought along because I could follow orders and keep my mouth shut. Hmm. So uh, much for that. <laughs> you have failed at this task, by the way. You are talking to us with quite a lot of information. Guys, well, can we I mean, not antagonize the person helping us, please? Oh, no, I am encouraging them to give up more information. Please, give up the secrets of your convoy. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, Kai sucks. Uh, his you, you eyes cannot be more of a failure than you are currently <laughs> <eyes>. right now. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, uh, Ty uh, just say that though. Yeah. yeah, um, Ty just sucks his lips into his mouth and his eyes go wide. Oh, for God's sakes! If you give us information, I have another ice cream cone, and she'll pull out a half-melted ice cream cone of Rocky Road that um, wasn't there before, and if. Station looks at it. You probably he probably might realize that this was another rocky road that uh, Casilla <laughs> was keeping secret from from him. Where, where she was keeping it, we'll never know. Yeah, in 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 the in the in the the ice cream dimension. Yeah, Kai's yeah. eye is twitching a little bit, but he uh, he's still saying nothing. Are to be sure? fair, I'm to be fair. I'm only telling you this stuff because it's not like it'll help you guys if you know it. Oh. Mm -hmm. And what is that supposed to mean? Uh, yeah, lips back in the mouth. So, um, uh, while this is happening, um, Cassandra is inside her suit, uh, getting like a... Oh, what's this world's version of Uber? Uh, super. Uh, just a taxi cab system? Because we don't deal with union-busting shitholes? No, like, I, I'm thinking like an Uber Eats kind of deal. Like, uh... Oh, I see. Su super. It, it works. Su super Eats, there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, it's going to super eat a a Howl's uh, hero sandwich. Uh, I, I... It's like everybody that has flight powers or speed powers that like isn't big enough to be a superhero just gets like these odd career jobs. Mm. But I mean, I I would assume you could pay extra for a guy who can fly. Ah, mm. yes, that's the flight tax. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. It's gonna get a Howl's heroes like sandwich like delivered. <laughs> guy flying overhead and just like ah, oh, delivery for a uh, epimethia? Ah, oh, there we go. <laughs> no, it, it would be a delivery for Torch, because ah, yes. <laughs> using the corporate card. <laughs> okay. All right. So, yeah, um, I will say that you did this a little while ago, and as this is going on, yeah, um, you get a text on your phone saying your Uber Eats has arrived. <laughs> and uh, looking over, you see that a car has pulled up to the sidewalk, and there's a guy 
uh, stepping out. He's got sunglasses on, bag in one hand, and he's kind of looking around with a bit of confusion. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so the Epimethia will, will like kind of stomp over to him. Okay. So and he's just kind of okay. Uh, hey, uh, you uh, you the person who placed the order? Yes, I have this order plate uh, uh, placed here. A tip, a single gold coin. And he's just um cool uh thank you uh here you go um yeah and so as he's uh, heading back to his car uh he's pulling out his phone and you hear him say hey uh yeah hey ron yeah how's the shift going yeah i quit and yeah he hops <laughs> in the car and drives off yeah there yeah. is now going to be so many fights like anytime an order for torch comes in as they all hear <laughs> about this one guy getting tipped a gold coin and they'll be like oh. no it's mine <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it's going to turn into a scene out of Mad Max as there's one driver with the order and the rest of the drivers are pursuing them at top speed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so Epimethea obviously ordered the Epimethea sandwich. Yes. Mm, of course. The gear uh, of the gods. Yeah. Uh, uh, and hey. we'll come over and, like, take the sandwich and unwrap and, like, unwrap it in front of Ty. It's like, if you tell us what you know, you may have this sandwich. It is and so, fine. And he, his eyes go really wide as he's he's staring at it. And so, uh, uh, that's uh, that's a sandwich. Mm. Uh, it is a Hell's Hero sandwich. It's From not what just the, a... I have been told, it is one of the greatest delicacies of this age. What's a hero sandwich? Well, he does a lot of ones. Let me explain what's in this one. Think, lamb that has been slow roasted for hours until it is um, juicy and plump. <laughs> your narration is undercut by a slow and steady gurgle from Ty's stomach. As Gene continues to layer on as much advertising about this sandwich that he can remember. <laughs> okay, so, all right, okay, okay, I guess, I guess it wouldn't hurt to answer some more questions, just, I haven't eaten anything since yesterday. Uh, Virgil says I couldn't have any of the burgers. Uh, you know what? Uh, Mr. Medium is gonna just, like, whistle, and at this point, he's, uh, you, you, if Ty looks over at him, Mr. Medium is standing at the edge of the building holding the bag of burgers. Yeah. <laughs> over so, the edge. Uh, um, yeah, maybe, uh, please, please don't drop those, uh, I mean, I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to use those. Oh? How? Um, I go around and I find those uh, smelly-looking people with some uh, really ragged clothes, and I tell I give them a, one of those burgers, and I tell them that they they can get some more down at uh, down at the the place where all the rest of the smelly people go. Oh God! Oh Jesus! And where, Brito? Are you telling them to go? Uh, the the place, um, uh, the rusty place, and you immediately click. Uh, what he may be talking about. There's one part of town that's sort of like an industrial district, but there is one part of it that uh, was basically shut down a number of years ago, and in its disuse, it has become a hangout spot and makeshift shanty town for a number of people who would be considered very uh, poor off in Pacific City, uh, and a good number of the homeless population is known to go there. Uh, it is called Rustport. Or it's been given that moniker by the people who go there. Why do you want them all go to the, for them to all go there? Uh, that th that's where uh, Virgal and the others are. Well, then. Hmm. All right. 
Uh, I think he's earned the sandwich, everybody. I'll throw him one. No, no. Um, he, he's oh, getting us oh, a Howl's oh, yes, sandwich. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> and so, yeah. Um, well, okay, well, you you good cop. I'm going to keep bad copping over here. <laughs> okay. So, um, because Ty has his hands behind his back, uh, Carson on taking the sandwich holds it up, and it's like watching him feed wood into a chipper as this demon is just, um, yeah, chewing and swallowing it at a rapid rate. And you think there may be tears forming in his eyes so best thing i've ever eaten and yeah it like in under a minute the sandwich is gone so oh oh that's real nice of you thank you um but uh what i meant was what's a hero oh because the the demons have talked about you guys and uh they've you know shown pictures of you and stuff and said that when we're in on earth uh, heroes are the people you need to worry about because they will kill you on sight, but you guys haven't done that. Well, the reason we kind of are probably a bit more rough with your friends is because they're kind of hurting people in the city, and we can't really let them do that. You haven't really tried hurting any of us, so, you know, we're willing to be a bit more copacetic. Huh. And so that's, I mean, and he kind of looks over, and you look opposite, and you suddenly see uh, like opposite this building in the down part downtown part of town is a billboard a, a very large one depicting the seaside sentries and all of their members um you know with uh Cro-Mag, uh Vane as well as Captain Cascadia yeah and Ty's watching it and he looks back at all of you so huh I they said that you, all of you guys were really, really bad people and that you wanted to hurt us. Well, I mean, think about how it looks from our perspective. You come out of nowhere and you start possessing people and, you know, causing them to lose their, their individuality. It's it's not great. But that's what happens with the chorus. Uh, they do maybe a few bad things, but if it means bringing people into the fold and letting them experience the joy of unity, that's what the chorus is all about. Is it really a joy if you gotta, like, force it on people that maybe don't know what it is or maybe don't even want it in the first place? Why wouldn't people want it? Well, I mean, you live in a place that's taken over by the chorus, right? Yeah. You ever eat food like that? His stomach rumbles again. I'm gonna take that as a no. Mm. Part of us being, well, you know, not part of a collective is that we all do things a little differently. And so you come up with things like the Howl's Heroes sandwiches, or the Whack Donald's. Mm. Mm. I'm not going to say it's perfect, but it kind of feels a bit better than the alternative. He looks lost in thought at this. Like, you can tell he's visibly thinking. <clears throat> so, uh, Epimethea, metaphorically, because technically the robot can't clear its throat, uh, clears, clears her throat and says, while the uh, we can debate the, the morality of... of across different species and cultures, I believe there's a more pressing issue of the chorus uh, abducting homeless people in Rustport. Yeah, we probably need to get on that. Alright, look, Ty, we can't, like, hang around here for a bit. We have to go try and stop your friends. I hope you realize at this point we're not doing it out of malice. We're doing it because, well, we think it's not the best thing in the world. So I'm going to cut you loose... And I'm hoping that we don't run into each other on worse circumstances. But that's uh, kind of a decision you've got to make. Um, uh, and he's kind of looking around. 
uh, and he looks over at one part of the roof, uh, and he kind of, like, frowns for a little bit. Did any of you guys pick up my mask? Uh, Mr. Medium will put the hamburger bag down and pull the mask out. And, uh, yeah, he kind of sits up a little straighter at that. Now, why exactly were you carrying one of these around? And he kind of, like, looks, like, ashamed. And he kind of, like, glances over at the billboard. Because they were wearing one and I thought it looked cool. Mr. Be able to do, like, a fair enough base and then toss them <laughs> the, the thing. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. Casilla will also, like, like put a thumb up. And so, yeah, you uh, cut him loose and he kind of scrambles to his feet, like, looking like, uh, yeah, an animal that's been released from a trap, but, you know, realizes that the hunters may not want to kill them. Um, and, yeah, so, uh, um, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go now, so, uh, Please, please don't kill me. Well, yeah, we'll just let him go. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just thinking. Do we want to like keep tabs on him? Uh, Mr. Meme is gonna like on the communicator, like be like, maybe we put a little bit of a tracker on him. To and uh, Car- yeah, so Carson on uh, just gives you a nod, goes up behind him, and just gives him a pat on the shoulder. Ty jumps, but Carson, on, hey, easy, just uh, being friendly. You take, you, uh, don't go get yourself into trouble, okay? So, ah, uh, uh, sh- sure, uh, um, all right. Uh, and so with that, uh, Ty kind of backs off then just runs, uh, and, uh, leaps off the side of the building. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, Carson turns back. Okay, we need to find him again. He pulls a gadget out from his belt. We just, uh, flip. We know where to go. All right. Well then, I guess it's time we head to Rustport. Okay. And with that, um, you guys gather yourselves together, head out, and quickly making your way off the building, uh, you proceed over to Rustport. And true to its name, it is a uh, an abandoned, dilapidated part of town, uh, trash covering uh, the concrete as you head down the industrial docks, where you see that a number of old shipping containers have been set up, and they seem... Uh, yeah, it looks as though that, that uh, you know, lines have been strung up between them for laundry and stuff. A few of them are open. You see uh, some burning trash barrels as a couple of them are, yeah, yeah, a couple of homeless people are gathered around them, holding up their hands for warmth. Um, you see that a couple guys are sleeping nearby. And, uh, yeah, a few of them look over to your colorful group as you all approach with uh, concerned expressions. Well, um, let's pay them no mind see if we can't find this like vertical person by just sort of scanning about if it's anything like the ones we found before they should stick out pretty easily uh, right. speaking of scanning uh is there any word from nat about the um about that magic scanner um yeah you check in and nat yes this will take several hours to put together i am being walked through some things by brian but uh this will take time it is not simply a project that can be put together in the space of a morning. Uh, yeah, so, uh, uh, all right, I understand. Just wanted to, to check to see how progress is going. Understood. I should have it finished by the end of the day, if my estimates are correct. All right, well, I'll stop bugging you and let you uh, get back to it. It's quite all right. All right, uh, so, yeah, I, so, yeah, um, so, I mean, like, there's probably not a lot of buildings to leap around in. But mm. Gene can probably still get, like, a bird, like, you know, get up high and basically just sort of take a look around and see if there's anything, like, weird that immediately jumps out. 
Um, you take a look around, and you, uh, leap up onto a shipping container, then uh, another one nearby that's stacked on top of another one. So, yeah, taking a look around, you do see, like, old dilapidated cranes off in the distance. More of these containers, um, you see, like, way off, uh, you see some old, like, uh, sewage drains that are, uh, pouring out some liquid into the bay. Alright, Ki, let's see what we can find. And so, um... Gene is once again going to use this pure attentive thing. This time, though, he is going to try and use the more, like... Kiai has some magic sense, but it's not, like, mm. super, like, defined. It's not like Brian, where, like, he can, like, zoom in on one thing. It's more like mm. seeing, like, ripples in a pond sort of thing. Got it. All right, so let's see. Uh, so, a D8, D10, and a D8. Uh, that is a four. Okay, um, you say ripples in a pond, and that's kind of an apt thing to say, because uh, you feel a faint magical or some sort of strange frequency in the water itself. Very, very diluted. Um, and, like, uh, yeah, uh, but it seems to be like this weird sort of off-color, like, it's just wrong. Like... If there was a word, like a sense for demonic, you think that this would probably be it. So, like, is it the water that, like, so you say it's like dilute? Is it like, is there an area where it seems more concentrated and it gets like slowly, uh, slower out, or is it more like, oh, this whole area has just been like lightly tainted? Um, if you spend some time, uh, you walk along the pier, and it seems to be the further you go, the more it seems to be a little bit more concentrated at a time. The further out I go, interesting. Yeah, like uh, as you walk along the pier. Uh, yeah. So it's like it's starting to get more concentrated as like I look out into the ocean. Mm, actually, more like when I say along the pier, like um, still uh, keeping the land on your right hand side, and like not going further towards the ocean, but like along the coast, kind of. Hmm. And in fact, it actually seems to become way more concentrated as you get closer and closer to the sewage drains. Why is it always the sewers? Hey guys, I think I found something. <clears throat> All right, Mr. Medium will follow Mike. Yeah. Yep. Take and a then Spacation will explain. Um, yeah, so wherever this concentration is coming from, at least from as far as T.I. can smell it, I've never really asked how he manages to do that, but it seems to be coming from, the concentrated stuff seems to be coming from the drains. Yeah. That's uh, bad. Yeah. Uh, Do you think we should go in through the tunnels? Or are we going to find a building and just knock it down? Um, oh. as, as you guys are saying this, um, of the homeless population nearby, um, you do see that one woman who could be anywhere between uh, 30 to 60 years old comes kind of uh, up to all of you guys, like with a very careful step uh, movement as if um you know uh, she looks like a an easily scared animal ready to bolt hmm. uh you uh you folks here because of the uh, the weird ones that came by the other day yes actually <laughs> yeah a bunch of folks around here they started uh hearing about some folks that said they were giving out food uh they said that they'd uh, they'd set up uh something of uh like some uh yeah, like uh, some sort of kitchen all the way uh, off uh, off that away, and she points over towards the drains that are leading out into the ocean. 
they set them up in the drains? Eh, I didn't like the sound of that, so I just stayed here. But uh, a lot of folks around here, they started following off. Folks get real hungry around here. Sewer food. Delicious. Uh, ooh, why don't you uh, lead us there? We can help deal with this little problem before it plagues your community further. No, 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 no. Uh, I, I ain't going in there. But I, I'm telling you where it is. You can go check it out yourself. But no, I'm, I'm not stupid enough. I'm not going to go in there. The others went in there. They ain't come back yet. I mean, that's fair. But uh, thank you for your help, miss. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, and uh, yeah, she kind of gives you a, yeah, just a nod and just uh, hurries back over to, uh, yeah, um, the center of Rustport proper. Okay. Um, well... Epimethia. I don't know. Uh, is the, how big is the drain? Is it Epimethia sized or not? Yeah. No. It's it's a pretty big drain. No, oh, it's supposed to be like the city storm drains then. Yeah. Well then, guess there's nothing to it but to do it. Gina like hop down to the entrance. Okay. So you guys head over, and sure enough, it does seem to be like the entrance to a storm drain with um like it seems to be built so that there is the drain and also like concrete walkways on other side of the drain and ladders leading up to it. But um, water shouldn't like the water that comes out of the storm drain is never a nice color, but it shouldn't be bright green. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's coming out in torrents looking like the inside of a glow stick. And as it's hitting uh, the shore, um, all of you smell this acidic smell in the air. And as it's landing on the ground, you can see that a nearby rock is slowly, like, being eaten away by the water one fleck at a time. Yeah, oh. all right. Um, that's real bad. Uh, Evelyn's going to take a vial out from her belt and take a sample mm. of this. Okay, so you uh, ca carefully take a mm. sample and uh, make sure that it this container is fully sealed and nothing's on the outside. But I uh, mo do most I forget if most acids have a like distinct smell. Am I remembering that correctly, or is it like that they don't smell? It's the problem. They don't smell very much. No, they don't. But this one does. Okay. Uh, right. Maybe we should pick up the pace. And so yeah, we will continue following the source of the ooze. Yeah, Evelyn's so, going to use her aura to, like, float over the water, because this is gross. Yeah, so, um, yeah, the walkways are definitely wide enough that all of you can go down, even Epimethia. So, carefully making your way into the sewers, you do hear, you know, the sound of more of this rushing fluid, and you see that the surface is actually bubbling every now and again with uh, just a... Yeah, it does seem to be nothing that's meant to be on this planet. Um, and as you're going along the uh, walkways and the um, yeah, in the sidewalk, you kind of look around because at one point you hit um, a T intersection. But looking down uh, one path, you do see something crumpled on the ground like a piece of paper. Is it like two separate paths or is like one day like, you know, like a wall basically? Uh, two separate paths, because huh. these are the sewers. But I will say that down the T-intersection with this crumpled thing, yeah, the green water does seem to be originating from there, meeting normal water as it comes uh, into the intersection. All right. Uh, I guess we'll move down the, uh, the crumpled path. Okay, going down the crumpled path, you 
begin proceeding further, and as the object comes into view, you do see that it is a Whack Donald's Burger Wrapper. Well, it looks like we found Ty's delivery spot, which means that they probably are going to be pretty close up ahead. And come to think of it, you actually do hear noises from up ahead as well. All right. Like around the bend. Kind yeah, of. time to creep. And uh, at this, um, Carson. okay, so how do we want to approach this? None of us have anything that can see around corners, do we? I mean, I could send out Kiai a little bit, but it's only a couple meters. And besides, I think they'd be able to see him. Uh, Mr. Medium is not stealthy. <laughs> so, definitely can't help you there. Yeah, uh, sorry, I, I glow. Yeah, Car- Carson is definitely our stealthiest person. Yeah, so like Carson says, like, what do we do now? We all look at each other. Everyone turns to look at Carson. All right, I can take a hint. Okay. Wanted yeah. to make sure we were all on the same page. Yeah, radio uh, stuff starts going south. He gives a thumbs up and slowly creeps forward, and soon enough he is uh, lost in the shadows as he turns the corner. And maybe about 30 seconds go by, uh, and I've got eyes on him. We're in the right place. I'm seeing um, three, three of those demon things here. Two of them are swimming in the water. They look like big sea serpents or something, or big snakes. One of them looks like a big toad or something, and it's got this green ball. And, um, yeah, I've also found the homeless. They got them in a side tunnel in sort of like this pen, and uh, they're bringing them out one at a time. Alright, well, then, I think the longer we wait, the worse this is gonna get. Right. All right, Carson, on brace for uh, entry. Okay. And, uh, yeah, unless anybody says otherwise, um, I believe we're going to rush in. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah, Mr. Meme's going to swap to his heal mode and get, cool. oh, get get big old, get big, and then uh, burst in. All right. So, all right. So all of you rush down the passageway, and you see it uh, leads to a dead end, like maybe a... Uh, a hundred feet down the way, but what you see, um, you see several things. True to what Carson said, there are two very large demons in the water that do resemble like large sea serpents more than everything else, more than anything else, with a dark green scales and sleek exteriors as they are swimming through this neon green water, watching as there is this uh, massive boulder of a demon resembling this huge warped toad with uh, this rough exterior and baleful yellow eyes as in one hand he has this glowing pulsing orb that seems to be twitching with unseen forces within it. And in his other hand, he has this clearly terrified beyond comprehension homeless man. He brings the orb down, uh, puts it against the man's forehead. The man shudders, jerks, and as the orb is taken away, the man suddenly begins rapidly growing razor-sharp teeth, his skin turning green as horns begin painfully extruding from his forehead with cracking noises. And closer to you guys, like, still close to the demons, but, uh, you know, still a ways down the passage, you all see that there is a side tunnel that is crisscrossed with thick, 
heavy looking chains and you all hear screams of terror and dismay coming from behind it. All right. Okay. Um, I was going to ask if I could throw something to try and stop that orb, but I have a feeling it's too mm. late for us to do anything. It was happening as you were digesting everything going on. All right. But yeah, as uh, the former homeless man uh, slowly rises to his feet, head twitching from side to side in an almost insect-like motion, the two sea serpents seem to sense something, and they both turn in unison, watching all of you, and one of them says, Virgil, we have company. And That's Virgil, quite enough, Toadie! And uh, the one at the back turns and sees all of you, and so, oh, come on. Coming to spoil the fun already? I'd say we're just getting started. And so with that, um, you all see that from the shadows in the tunnel, uh, more figures begin shambling forward as if prowling, almost prowling forward on all fours. And you see that they have been busy indeed as there are still a number more homeless people towards the back that have been turned. So now we are going to start things off. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listentothesenerds at gmail.com.